Marhaba and welcome to Mondays with Manal. Thank you so much for all your patience while we took a small production break. We are back and super excited to be with all our friends today. We all make decisions every day in our life in so many domains and aspects. Uh, and yet, till this day, it is still one of the top challenges that leaders and individuals as a whole face. Um, I set out a little bit to explore the why behind this. Um, if you haven't yet subscribed to my LinkedIn newsletter, please do so. Um, I am posting an elaborated article about this specific topic uh, this Friday. In the meantime, I explored and found this TED Talk that really spoke to me. Um, it's by Harvard psychologist Dan Gilbert. If you don't follow um, Dan Gilbert's work. Dr. Gilbert's work is amazing. His speeches are make amazing. He's very candid, real, and really gets you thinking about your uh, mental framework and how you process and think about things. Dr. Dan Gilbert talks about, you know, in the TED Talk, he opened up with, if someone could tell us how to do the right things at all times, it would be such a tremendous gift to us humanity as a whole. Um, what's interesting is he then talks about how we were presented such a gift by a Dutch polymath back in 1738 by the name of Daniel Bernoulli. He talks about um, that the expected value of our actions is a product of two simple things, how well we predict odds and the value of what we will gain out of the decision. Now, if we can estimate and multiply these two things, we can generally, as stated by Daniel Bernoulli, predict our behaviors. Uh, however, the two things that we are challenged with as a human race, and many psychologists have wrote about this, are specifically these two areas, how well we estimate odds versus uh, how well we determine value to something. So let's explore these two key areas that we need a little bit of help in. Um, and, uh, you know, Dr. Dan Gilbert gives a lot of good examples in the podcast, so I'll share them to help provide some clarity on what this actually means. So when we talk about the first piece, which is you know, how we predict odds. It's very interesting how our brain, our mind is conditioned. The quickness with that of things coming to us is usually what leads to decision making, uh, which is also our biggest hindrance. And this is shown in an example he had with two charts, uh, one with the letter R at the beginning, one with the letter R as the third letter, the rest of the letters are missing. The question was to a surveyed audience, uh, in our English language, what do you see most? R at the beginning of a four-letter word or as the third? The human mind, interestingly, quickly responded with the R being the first letter. We are conditioned this way because that's how dictionaries are written. That's how we're taught. We enunciate words this way. We have preconditioned uh, biases and notions that drive our decisions. But in reality, the answer was completely wrong because there are many more words that have four letter words that have R as a third letter. Um, the same thing was asked when estimated the odds of how we will die. Uh, four key areas were given, tornadoes, 
fireworks, asthma, or drowning. So in this survey, interestingly, tornadoes and fireworks were completely overestimated and asthma and drowning were severely underestimated. That's because when you pick up a new uh, newspaper or, or watch the news or stream the news these days, um, you don't really hear, oh, this, uh, this, this many individuals died of asthma. It becomes a huge headliner if there's a fire, a tornado, something that seems sadly more exciting uh, to fuel sort of the human emotion. Um, and so our mind has now created this uh, bias and this notion, we're conditioned, that we will die of these extremities more than we would of asthma or drowning that are so much more common. Um, the lottery was another example given um, with such low odds, and he used some very colorful words and you got to go watch it, <laughs> but with such low odds, why is the lottery so popular? Um, and it's the same thing. When you watch lottery winners, when you watch the news, who's interviewed? The winners, and, and there's so much hype around it. But if the news was turned around and imagine if the set, a set of losers uh, after each week's drawings were interviewed, how would that change the conditioning of our mind and the decisioning of the popularity of something that um, I think the words he used were, you're basically taking your money and flushing it down the toilet, except, you know, you don't have to leave your house if you flush it down the toilet. Um, so we are, we are pouring ourselves into very low odds. And why? And these are the errors that we sort of make in decision making um, or a part of our decision making framework. So now let's talk about the second part, which is the value gain error that we tend to make in our day-to-day -day lives. He had a picture of a Big Mac and the price on the Big Mac was $25. Now before any context was given about the $25 price tag, uh, the survey started blinging, um, no, like this is too high. Because immediately most of us would pretty much discount this price of $25 because our mind goes to a compare to comparison modes and we compare it to the past, which is the price we would pay for a big back. Um, you know, we did not. Now, what's interesting is the entire context was not provided. The context now is that this Big Mac is $25. You're on this 16 hour long journey uh, on a plane. You're stuck. The only food available is a $25 Big Mac. Now that changes your entire decision-making framework. Um, but we sort of jump to decisions and, and pre, you know, uh, make quick sort of moves and decisions. Uh, there, he gave another example, which I thought was very interesting, um, of a vacation package. It was a vacation package in Hawaii. Same thing. You have sort of this surveyed uh, audience uh, of $2,000. You are now, it's now discounted to 1600 Would you buy it? A lot of yeses. Now, that same audience was provided um, a scenario of a vacation that was $2,000, went on sale for $700, didn't, did not purchase, sat on it for about, you know, a week or so to ponder on it. When you go to purchase it, it's $1,500. Would you buy it? Now, if the whole context and framework is provided, you should say yes, 
But interestingly, most individuals said no because the idea, the idea of increasing price sort of distorts our decision-making. Uh, comparing it to the past can befuddle our decisions, as Dr. Dan Gilbert says. Um, even when we compare it to the possible, sometimes we're not so smart about it. Um, comparison changes the value of things, but we change our decisions based on scenarios, even though the core subject is the same. And how do we stop ourselves from this motion? How do we train our brain to break from this conditioning that we are so molded into? We believe more is better than less, and now is better than later. These are a little dangerous in this information age and quite easily be impressionable on us. So the question is, how do we get smarter and break through all this? Lack of a better word um, through this influence and manipulation, and especially in the workplace when we're making decisions. Uh, these are interesting how, you know, we take information, how we create unconscious biases and responses to things. And we don't really objectively uh, look at things as much as we should. Um, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, the lesson here is definitely, you know, at times we should take a step back and be more objective in our thinking and ask a few more probing questions, even if you don't have that much time to make a directionally, um, you know, positive decision in your decision-making framework. Now, if you have more time, then of course, collection of data and trends and, and you know, uh, indices of um, future uh, trends and so forth will, you know, provide better, you know, decision-making and eliminate, you know, some risk. But if you don't have time, you know, stepping back and being objective for 30 seconds sometimes can make more of an impact than we know. Let's talk about my pick of the week. My pick of the week is Machen McDonald of Pro Brilliance Institute. Machen is the founder and just such an amazing soul. He helps leaders and business owners gain clarity and confidence. He is here to help you find your peak. Um, and finding your peak in this fast-paced digital information age is a little harder because, you know, we get burnt out and information and so much complex thought at all times. Um, he really has an amazing way to help you see and sift through that and help you set yourself um, to success. Uh, he was on my podcast. I've linked the entire podcast episode. Check it out. Uh, I know you will be just as motivated and inspired as I was with just my conversation with Machen and you by listening to it. Check out Pro, Brilliant, Pro Brilliance Institute. I've tagged everything below. My friends, I'm going to leave us with a very short yet powerful proverb uh, that I read in the Tiny Buddha that states, peace begins when expectations end. It's deep. It gets you thinking and think about it in every aspect of your life. Have an amazing and thought-provoking week, my friends. Cheers.